Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim G.K. Sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of the Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of the Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today, we're going to talk about the, uh, the Bush tax cut reversal. Uh, topic is economic suicide. If you're joining the conversation, feel free to go ahead and join us in the chat room, or you can email us at info, the core business show, or Twitter at Apple Capital uh, for the Twitter handle. Uh, Stuart, welcome to the show again. Thank you, Tim. Good to be here. Anyway, kind of tell us a scenario. What it exactly? Why is it economic suicide? And tell us from the very beginning when uh, President Bush. Uh, and that is cut. How, uh, why is it expiring? How is it affecting us? Well, you know, uh, the president is uh, harping on the fact that he wants to raise income taxes and raise the tax rate for uh, the super rich and the very wealthy. But the ending the Bush tax cuts are set to expire at the end of this year is going to mean higher taxes for everyone in every tax bracket. That's everyone, Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they're eliminating the 10% uh, bracket, and that's going to go up to 15%. The 25% bracket is going to go, I believe, to 28%. Everything is 25%. Uh, what the crazy thing is a married couple now are going to be penalized. If you're filing a married filing a joint return, you're going to pay more than if you filed single people filing single, which makes no sense whatsoever. And then, you know, going into business and businesses and people that have investments, uh, the capital gains act is coming back with a vengeance. And uh, you need capital gains. Uh, you need to invest. And when people invest in uh, property and in their businesses, uh, capital gain is nothing more than a double tax. And that's really going to stifle our recovery. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel. So the, the the when President Bush actually uh, 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 enabled these cuts uh, 12 years ago, what were the cuts? Well, it cut everything across the board, and I think it should have cut more. Uh, one of the most serious cuts that is going to go away is the death tax, which is probably about as horrible a tax out there. But uh, right now, if uh, someone were to die with a... Uh, I think a $5 million estate, they're not going to pay any tax. They're not very much tax. But if you die after the first of the year, you're going to pay about uh, $2 million in tax, 50%. Uh, the first million would be exempt, and you'd be paying 50% tax on the next uh, $4 million, on that $4 million. Wow. So it's, it's a lot of money. And then added to that, uh, it was Obamacare. There's the uh, 3.9 or, say, 4% uh, sales tax, for lack of a better word, it's going to come. Uh, it's going to be every investment that you sell for a profit. Okay. A lot of taxes, and right now we're in a very fragile state. In this, I personally think we need uh, to 
keep these tax cuts in place. We need to cuts and revamp them, but not to make them worse. And I think we need a change of administration badly. And, of course, that if this doesn't happen, then these tax are being enacted and and either unless someone comes up with something um, before the end of the year, which, regardless, nothing is going to happen. Um, uh, is not going to, I don't think it's going to change until January. So they're still in effect, and they can always go back and send them? Yes, I mean, they're going to happen anyway, no matter what happens with the election. Okay. But uh, the new president, or if Romney is, is elected, wouldn't take office, I think, until the 28th of January. But then uh, the tax cuts can be reenacted proactively. But uh, January 1st, everything is going to become very terrible. And I don't think that's anything that the economy needs right now. Well, if, for example, if President uh, if Romney, Romney makes it to the office, uh, he couldn't do anything until he gets in, and then he still had to deal with both branches to come up with some type of tax solution. Is there any way that there's indication, hey, hey, this is what we have on the horizon, or just not really saying anything, and they just deal with the with the devil when they get uh, if they give it? I think uh, if uh, Romney's elected, it will have to be handled after the fact, but it would be made retroactive. Mm-hmm. So uh, that wouldn't change anything. But uh, coming January 1st, everything And uh, it's bad. I mean, uh, people think uh, that, it, that these cuts, uh, that the eliminating these cuts are going to help uh, tax the super rich, but uh, it's going to make a horrible difference just for the average married couple. It's going to reduce the deduction. Uh, the standard deduction is going to reduce uh, to about 167%, which is considerably uh, less than what it is. Do you think there are any, in your in your opinion, any solutions um, or anything on the horizon that people are recommending as an alternative? Well, I think right now uh, it's, more important now to be safe if you have any kind of an estate to again go back if you haven't done it already to get your estate in order, get a family trust, a living trust, and do things to protect your assets and to protect your estate so that it ends up taking everything from your heirs. Wow. We need, a big, uh, we need to obviously do something about the real estate uh, housing. And if you know, you hear a lot of hype, but I don't think that we're anywhere in a uh, true recovery. Uh, the, the numbers that you see where, where prices and housing has increased, I think you're seeing investors like Warren Buffett uh, buying up uh, bargains at cash prices. It's not a person buying their home you know, to live in. Mm-hmm. It's still a very difficult thing, and it's really tied to jobs. Both jobs are fixed, and uh, people are able to qualify and get a mortgage. It's really not going to get better in that area. Okay. A lot of things that needs to be done. Uh, needs to be revamped. It really hurt a lot of people. So what are your advice uh, if you, for example, if you have an estate, your parents are elderly, uh, they're not necessarily give up control, but what could the uh, heirs can do uh, to really protect the estate? Should they go to an attorney and say, hey, I need to do a uh, trust? And all of those. Trust. 
Okay. The living trust is very important. Uh, it pushed tax cuts to place. It wasn't as important because $5 million, if you're up to that level, would have been exempt. But now, uh, if you're into, if you have a three, four, five million dollar estate, uh, to be safe, I would go to an attorney and get a living trust if you haven't done it already. And tell us what is a living trust. It puts your money. Uh, you still have control over it as a, a revocable family trust, but you can designate where the property will go tax free to your heirs. Okay, so that trust be. Go ahead. It's not terribly expensive to do either. It's going to cook better for these lawyers, so I don't think it would cost more than uh, five, six hundred dollars would be my guess. Oh wow, that's really reasonable. So what they would do is kind of tell us what the scenario. They will retitle uh, all the accounts, bank accounts, and homes, and all the assets, and put all the assets under this living trust. Yes, and the person would become then the trustee who has sole discretion on. Uh, moving the property in or out of the trust, but the property then goes into the living trust, and then the trust would be passed on to who is designated okay. by the trustee, which would be the, uh, they would be the new beneficiaries. So they just assume it will always remain in the trust? Oh, yes. So you don't lose control of your property. You're not losing anything, but you're really finding a way to get around paying these horrific state tax, because if it isn't uh, repealed, it's going to go from five million down to one million. And then anything over the one million will be taxed at fifty percent. Okay. So if you have, you know, if you worked your whole life and have built up some investments and some money, most of it's going to go to the government. <laughs> wow. So with that particular trust, it would never come out of trust. And are to, if it comes out of trust, then it's subject to estate taxes. Yes, and sometimes uh, you'll even want to move it in or out of the trust. Uh, I was in the mortgage business, and uh, one property was in a trust. We could certainly put a loan on it, but the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac underwriters could figure out how to do it. So we take it out of the trust, we do the new loan, and put it back into the trust. So maybe they'd be exposed. You don't want to die for a couple days, but you know you can't move it around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's a little flexible. So the other scenario I was talking about, uh, you're talking about investment tax will go up from 15% to 20 And it will go up to 39%. I mean, it can get up there pretty high. Okay. So uh, the uh, capital gain taxes are really bad. You need businesses. It is small businesses that create jobs, and you need them to invest. And when you're investing your money, uh, you've already tax on that money you're investing, and then you're going to pay tax again. And uh, you need to invest. You need to speculate. That's what keeps our economy going. It's a, it's a terrible tax. And that's the capital gain? Yes. I don't know if it's worse, the death tax or the capital gain tax. Wow. So the capital gain can be anything that you actually gain money on. Investments, real estate, if you sell the house, you may profit on that gain as well. Well, yes. On your own personal residence, there are exceptions if you've lived there for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. If you're a single person, there's a $250,000 exemption, half a million for a married couple. So that's not going to change. But if it's an investment property, uh, you're going to pay tax on that, and it's going to go up way high. And then added to that, there's going to be another 4%, 3.9, just say 4% sales tax, for lack of a better word, for Obamacare. Well, tax. Wow. So if you go to the opposite solution, for example, 
you lose money on the property that you're trying to sell, or lose money on the stock you try to sell, how does that affect you then? Well, if you lose money on investments, that's a capital loss. You can use that to offset a capital gain, and you can use only $3,000 a year of that to offset uh, personal income as ordinary income. So okay. It doesn't really have much effect there. The idea is best is not to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's the idea is to make some money, and then when you make some money, you want to be able to keep it. Well, I guess it's such losses, and and I'm sure that's going to be on somebody's uh, radar this year. Hey, let's cut this because then it's going to cost me on this end, and kind of hedge our bets. If you have like an LLC or something like that, and you buy and sell, you flip homes on a regular basis. You do a uh, you have people like I was in college. We were day traders. Uh, uh, so, in that particular scenario, uh, how can they protect themselves in one sense? Well, if you're flipping home, uh, you're not having long-term investment, which is a capital. You have that's part of your ordinary income. Wow. Okay. So, if I, if I buy a house that is thousand dollars and I sell it two months later for three hundred thousand, then I've made two hundred thousand in ordinary income, which is that's your business. You're in the business of buying and selling. Okay. Boxhouses. It's it's not a long term long term game. Wow. Anything that you would like to leave us with when it comes to uh people need to actually prepare themselves one way or the other. If it goes this way, hey, this is what I need to do. If it goes this way, this is what I need well, to do. If I'm gonna hedge my bet and go with one scenario or another, uh uh what should I do? Well sure. I mean there's Two types of people. If you're, and if you don't have any income, and if you're collecting welfare and food stamps and don't want to get a job, then vote for Obama. But if you have assets, <laughs> and, you have, and you want to make a little money and keep money, uh, today I think it's very important to see either a good accountant or a tax lawyer and the whole scenario and be sure that you protect your assets. Uh, so that it's not going to all go to the government. It's, it's an important step to make. If you haven't done it, I urge everyone to do that now. Okay. And the last question regarding the small business owner, uh, what can he do? Of course, you can go to what he's going to be faced with in one sense. Of course, you, could, you know, some of them can't afford uh, attorneys and they have to really ask specific questions uh, to well, make you sure. Can, you, can, you can get to a trust and you can do these line. Uh, there's uh, oh, the one that, uh, I, I forget, that the, the, the OJ's lawyer <laughs> <laughs> does TV all the time. <laughs> he, you can't, uh, he has a pretty good site where you can do it yourself and you can follow the forms. But if you do, at least uh, before you transfer everything, have somebody who knows a little bit take a look at it. But it's not too hard to do. Perfect. Well, Latin can if they want to reach out to you. I know you have your own. They can, uh, yes, they can contact me. My uh, main website is realtycrisis.com, or they can call me at eight seven seven ninety four help me. Okay. Do you think we're recovering in the housing? I. You mean in the housing market? Yes, in the housing market. I think it's going to happen, but I think it's going to take a long time. Okay. Uh, we need. We really need, uh, there's so many people out there that want to get mortgages, 
and today actually have the income, uh, but they can't qualify. The banks are scared with the regulations put into effect by Redod Frank, which those need to be relaxed. They can go out and they can apply, they're not going to get it. And we need to see them not go back to reckless lending, but a little more common sense underwriting. And there are millions of people that will get out there and buy homes that really want to and they can't qualify. They have the income and they have the jobs and they have their personal credit, their consumer credit in order, and they should be given a second chance. Well, well perfect. Sir Vineyard, thank you for joining the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. Have a great day. Same here. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. For more information about equipment financing and asset-based loans, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. Or call us at 866-611-7457. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to The Core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. And thanks again for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet.